This is Colin, he has a problem He has a lot of DVDs and some of them he hasn't seen So he's gonna grab his son and they're gonna watch each one until the pile is empty These films are still under wraps, still under wraps Unwatched, unloved and still under wraps, still under wraps, still under These films are unwatched, unloved and still under wraps Hello dear listener and welcome to Still Under Wraps. My name is Colin and with me as always is my fellow film watcher, compadre and son, Thomas. Hi, hello. Uh, what haven't you done this week? Oh, um... I don't know. It's, actually, it's, that's probably a harder question yeah. to... <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yes. <laughs> Lots of things. We are still under lockdown Mm -hmm. for historical context. Uh, We are in the middle of the coronavirus, the COVID-19 pandemic. We We are in the same room, but we are social distancing at either end of the studio couch. The deranged cat is somewhere around. Kitchen, I think. Kitchen. Yes, definitely yes. the kitchen. Okay. Um, and uh, we're all ready to go, I think. Probably. <laughs> um, and uh, it's, I think, a from what I can recall of the plot synopsis uh, of the film that we are watching today, it seems somewhat apt. <laughs> um one must not joke about ends of worlds and things like that, but Thomas, would you please be so kind as to uh, tell us what we're watching today and read the plot synopsis off the back of the case. We're watching Donnie Darko. Good. <laughs> there's there's not really a way to, to segue between the title no. and the description. There isn't. Nope. So we'll we'll leave that pregnant pause in there. Mm-hmm. But uh, now you, now you can read the plot synopsis mm-hmm. off the back of the case. October nineteen eighty eight, and small town USA is about to witness the end of the world. It's home to Donnie Darko, a brilliant but troubled teenager, plagued by terrifying visions which he alone knows the meaning of. With his classmate and soulmate Gretchen, and a mysterious ex-teacher nicknamed Grandma Death, he must unravel the strange occurrences affecting his school, his home, and his life, before a horrifying spectre known only as Frank leads Donnie to the edge of his sanity. So, that's what we're in for today. And um, I believe that there are a number of people who are looking forward to hearing our thoughts concerning this as to whether it stays on the shelf it's probably the most one of the most recent uh purchases to be added to the stack of unwatched unloved and uh, theoretically still under wraps but this well, one isn't we we watched one of the two most recent purchases last week we did and this is the other one yes um 
Yeah, so this is not under wraps. It was bought second-hand. Um, I bought it on the 1st of February of this year, 2020, for four ninety-five as a, yes, as I say, a second-hand DVD Region 2 because... British Imports. It was the cheapest version of the non-director's cut that I could get my hands on, supposedly in very good condition. Thomas, would you be so kind as to unleash it from its case, take it out of the case, and hold the other side up to the light and see whether you agree with that? There's... There's... Some some surface damage. Yeah. So, look, I'm curious to see how this one goes. Uh, fortunately, we do have a backup plan in case the DVD dies. But uh, I think USBS. I think I think it'll be all right. This particular um, no name, uh, even though it's got TIAC emblazoned on it, I think it's churned out by some other place. Um, the DVD Blu-ray player seems to cope pretty well with scratchy discs, so we'll see how it goes. And it doesn't care about regions. And it doesn't care about regions either. So let's uh, sit back and relax as much as one can with... Uh, I, I say all this, and I know basically nothing about this film. Um... I don't know whether you know much about it. I, I know a particular song that's used in it. I have seen various images from it, but yeah, don't really know what I'm in for, uh, other than some people saying you're in for a treat. So right. <laughs> Thomas is going to pop that into the machine. We're going to watch it, decide whether it stays on the shelf, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Turn to side B. And you are still a mongrel. When this place gets kind of empty Sound of their breath fades with the light I think about The loveless fascination Under the Milky Way tonight Lower the curtain down Memphis Lower the curtain down on right I got no time for private consultation Under the Milky Way tonight Wish I knew what you Destination 
Well, first up, dear listener, I bet you weren't expecting that piece of music to be the interlude. You were all expecting this one instead. Speaking of predictable, was that film predictable, Thomas? I'm, I'm possibly not the right person to ask that sort of question. No, neither am I. <laughs> uh, d- did it throw you a bit? I, okay, but this this film I thought was well put together. The acting was good. I could reasonably well follow the plot. Um, yeah, the, the, all all the elements are good. I didn't like it. No, uh, I'm I'm going to uh, join you in that, um, and I don't know whether it's for the same reasons or for different reasons. Um, my my it, it is very much a mental health type of film. Mm. Um, and the the impacts that that uh, it jarred very heavily with me in regard to that, um, and, and so I, I have very 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 mixed feelings in regard to how it tackled the the whole mental health treatment and. I don't know. It's. I don't know whether that that had anything to do with your no, not liking no, it. No, actually. No, nope. I, I could, I could deal quite readily with with the film's handling of mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, just it it didn't work for me. Right. There's a segment in, in the first half of the film. Which doesn't really spoil anything about the rest of it. There's there's a segment in there where they're talking about Smurfs, right? Yep, yep. And and the the sexual characteristics of Smurfs. And I'm like, why why is this here? What? Yep. I I'm I'm not enjoying this segment. Why? Is this segment here? Um, and and there's other segments that that make more or less sense that I'm still thinking. I don't I don't like this bit, and there's enough of those bits that I don't like. Yeah. That the whole film just doesn't work for me. Yep. Yep. Um, and I and. and 
I, I can fully appreciate those those scenes and 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 can probably string together enough of those uh, scenes to to recognize it and I, I think that um, I don't know it's 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 got a lot to do with um, mateship larrikinism mm. that, that that possibly you weren't exposed to a lot uh, as being you know just shooting the wind and um, talking just nonsense just to be I'm, full of yourself and I'm I'm fine talking nonsense until the cows come home. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm fine messing around with friends. It's just that this specific messing around with friends didn't yeah didn't appeal to me. Hmm. Yeah, I, I I again very well put together, very mm. well shot. Um the, the whole use of uh, slow motion and mm. and and sped up motion um, it, it it was very stylishly done mm. um, and much um, I think we're talking along similar lines last week about how that did not detract from no. Um, and and so and and the use of music it, it was an incredibly well put together film, but I don't like it, and I don't like it. Um, uh, yeah, uh, and I, I don't know whether I can narrow it down any more than than it just it made me feel uncomfortable in too many places. In a, in not the way I, I think it was deliberately trying to make you feel mm. uncomfortable in places, but there are other places where I don't think that that was the intention. But I was made uncomfortable, and 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 therefore, yeah, I I, I can now say, <laughs> I can now say that I have watched it and mm. and and appreciate the intent and appreciate the the effort that went into it and um but yeah it's going on the stack of good films that weren't for me yep yep and um i i really uh, it would be very much like picking at scabs um going to watch that again Mm. so um yeah i i yeah, H- having been uh, in in the situation of of sitting in uh, therapists' offices and and um, taking medications that have messed with me big time, um, I yeah, I it, it it cut deeper than than possibly um, it would uh, people who haven't experienced that. So yeah, uh, I'm. <laughs> I I I think it was four dollars ninety five well spent mm. to say that okay I have watched Donnie Darko and I can understand why people um, have a 
a place in their hearts for it, but mm. uh, it, it doesn't for me. I, I mean, that, that's that's and uh, um, for those of you who are new to the the show, um, we have basically just watched the film. Mm. Um, it, it, this is in as real time as we. Sorry, I went to the toilet. Yeah, uh, as the credits uh, were finishing. So, but uh, and I had a drink. Yes, so. <laughs> And then we came back here. Uh, yeah, and and we never know um, the the re- the real reactions that we're going to get from each other. So, um, and except sometimes, yeah. if the film is really bad and we start riffing on it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, look, there. Were, I think there were times during that film where I would have been happier to hit the stop button. Mm. Um, just because of that discomfort. So, um, and, and I don't expect any dear listener to understand that. Um, mm. But but yeah, it was it was like picking scabs or um, peeling your fingernails back. Um, yeah. So yeah, I appreciate everything that makes this a good film, but it's just not not for me. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. So. So there we go. Um, and and that was the the non directors edition. And I I don't even think that I no. would be bothered tracking down the the to to see the differences. Um, yes, Empire calls it a wonderful, beautifully twisted masterpiece, and. Yeah, I can, I can understand somebody's headspace to be in a spot where they where they could write that. But um, yeah, I've got nothing else to say about no. that. I can hear the screams from certain um, <laughs> certain uh, dear listeners. But uh, yeah, that's that's the way it is. Like we haven't gone into spoilers at all, and. There's there's nothing, nothing that I want to say behind a spoiler wall that I haven't already said. No, exactly. And you could spoil this movie uh, left, right, and centre. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think either of us are are really feeling it to no. to have a a deep discussion. And but I could I suspect that. Uh, this could well be used in a um, an English literature mm. uh, <laughs> class to uh, discuss, but uh, and, and used as uh, a, a study material. But no, not going to do it. <laughs> so, so we'll move on instead and throw Thomas into the deep end as he scrambles right, for. Yes. Uh, uh, we didn't get to the spoiler wall, so I wasn't even remotely close to preparing. To no, no, isn't that weird? We, yeah, no, don't don't want to spoil it for anyone. I do not want to put anyone off um, tackling it. Um, I certainly, I, I think it is fairly well known amongst certain circles that I have never had any desire to watch Crocodile Dundee. Um, 
and I'm quite proud of the fact that every time that it comes up as a, a rerun that I avoid it fastidiously uh, so that I can say I have never watched Crocodile Dundee. Um, so that will save anyone uh, getting zero points for uh, Crocodile Dundee, unless, Thomas, have you watched Crocodile Dundee? Nah. Nah, so it's not on the shelf. <laughs> so um, that being said, I have wanted to watch this, and I am also... Um, there is part of me that is glad that I have, and, and not in the case of having got it out of the way and, and can move on type of thing. It's, yeah. Um, anyway, I've gambled on long enough. What's on the show? You know it's probably DVDs. So how, I don't think, um, how many have we had in the last week? Uh, we had... One immediately after we finished recording. Oh, that's that right. Yes, we did indeed. Um, yes, we we have a a certain dear listener who is in the unfortunate position of being um, almost completely op- opposite out of whack, um, waking up just as we're about to record. So uh, mm. yes, <laughs> but that's all right. Um, it all comes out in the wash, doesn't it? And the result is that we're still on 76. We have, so we're still on 76. Those trombones are uh, blaring away. And um, Okay, so would you please roll the randomising random randomometer? Powered by random.org. 19. Number 19. And number 19 is... Jeff. Hello, Jeff. Who suggests, Catch Me If You Can. (laughs) Thomas, have you seen Catch Me If You Can? Yes, I have. When did you watch that? I believe... I believe... We we both watched it together without anyone else Did in a separate, entirely separate thing. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, I hadn't uh, realised we watched it together. I'll have to look up the Facebook post. Uh, if if there's a Facebook post to I look up. I don't think there is. I think we... If that had happened... I mean, I honestly thought that I'd watched it on my own. So, uh, Jeff, I have certainly seen it. Mm. Thomas has certainly seen it. Mm-hmm. We, there is some debate as to whether we watched it together. Oh, I'm absolutely certain we watched it together. Okay. And I'm just not sure how whether you'd watched it before we watched it I don't, together. I don't think so. I think I have only watched it once, which is actually a shame. I think that needs a rewatch, personally. I think we could uh, well and truly watch that again. Um and would we be able to watch that again? If I was to wander down the hallway and look under C for Catch Me If You Can, would I find a copy of it on the shelf? Yes. Yes, <laughs> indeed you would. So, so far, Jeff, you have got three points. Um, is it on Blu-ray, though? It's it's not. It's not. No, no. Um, it is. 
was purchased certainly well before we had a Blu-ray player um, and have obviously not felt the compulsion to uh, to go and replace it on Blu-ray and that will probably remain the, the case. So at the moment you're standing at three points, Jeff. Thomas, do you think that Catch Me If You Can deserves any kind of multiplier? My opinion is not informed enough to say either way. Yeah, look, I, do, I don't think so. I, I think it's, it's very, very mainstream um, and uh, a safe bet, I think. So, Jeff, no multiplier for Catch Me If You Can, but that is three solid points that you've got there as to whether that has any effect on the leaderboard. Working it out now. <laughs> Uh, we, we need a Google app um, that I can just say, OK, Google. And mm. <laughs> 0.7. Take away the number you first thought of, divide by five. Jumps up above Helen. Oh, Helen has moved down the leaderboard. Jeff has just... Moved into... Second. Second by place. Point two of a point. By, by point two of a point. Jeff, this is exciting. Mind you, I think uh, Thomas keeps talking about doing some recalculations mm. somewhere along the line that uh, uh, <laughs> could, could just... Uh, yes. Um, speaking of which, from uh, c- continuing on from the season, we are actually going to put negative uh, signs in front of everybody's score. Just, you know, this is like uh, MasterChef or um, one of those reality shows where they just have so many seasons uh, where the format is exactly the same and then they suddenly throw a a, just a a humdinger of a, a, a trick onto there. So we stick a negative sign on everybody's score and that is your current standing place. Uh-huh. <laughs> what, you, you don't, sure. you don't agree? So, so anyone who's not on the leaderboard right now is on zero. The, <laughs> this, this feels excessively arbitrary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, um, look, I should point out that I'm having a bit of a go at someone who is having a bit of a, a celebratory day mm. today. So, um, <laughs> um, yeah, having having a bit of a dig at our current leaderboard mm. leader um, who escaped from uh, uh, 14 days of solitary confinement in a, um, in a hotel room. And uh, Lee... Welcome back to the real world, except it isn't the real world. Mm. <laughs> it's it's very much a Donnie Darko world. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so, no, I, I'm kidding. We're not going to do that. That, that would be grossly unfair. Um, but I thought I'd have a bit of a laugh. And uh, just for that, I'm going to move on, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, our next segment. Shake the phone and pick a film and then we'll watch the film next week. 
Thomas, there isn't very many movies left. I keep saying that, uh, <laughs> except that we've only just started the last season and we know that there's plenty enough to fill that. But would you be so kind as to give the iPad, even though the song still says, shake the phone? Okay. And he's got this look on his face. The 1981 film, Clash of the Titans. Ooh, and we're, we're having some oohs and ahs probably coming from uh, a number of our audience who are absolutely stunned and shocked uh, that I have not seen Clash of the Titans. The uh, Ray Harryhausen... Uh, effects-laden film uh, that uh, just... I think I was at that age where there was enough comments on the... uh, whatever was the equivalent of the Twitterverse (laughs) that that my parents read to say that there was possibly some, um, some nudity in it and I wasn't allowed to watch it. And so it passed me by. But... uh, here is the opportunity that I'm going to have to actually watch uh, Ray Harry Ray Harryhausen. Is it Ray Harryhausen? No, uh, Thomas has got nothing. The name doesn't mean well, anything to him. What I can tell you, yes, is that this is another cheaply purchased UK release. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, but purchased many, 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 many years ago. Um, so it it has well and truly been on the shelf, and I think it is actually unwrapped because I went to check it out to see whether it was suitable for the younger kids to watch. And uh, well, the Brits say con- uh, twelve for contains moderate fantasy violence. Right. Okay. Whatever that's worth here. That's right. <laughs> um, so yes. So that's that's next week. And um, do you have anything else to say before we uh, shuffle off and I start editing? And I see if the 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 software has gotten to the point where I can grab the cover. Oh, okay then. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll ha- need to send it to. Mm. Um, <laughs> no. No. No, other than no. that, no. Well, in that case, um, thanks again for joining us and... Uh, we hope that you continue to battle on through this crazy old world. It's a mad world. And and we'll catch you next week. Bye. You have been listening to Still Under Wraps. Your hosts were Colin, who produces and edits the show, and Thomas, who makes the artwork and music. Still Under Wraps is recorded in the Deranged Cat Studios in scenic Tasmania, Australia. Movies are selected at random through My Movies, an excellent piece of movie collection software. You can find links to that, as well as our quote-unquote blog and our Facebook group, in the show notes. Still Under Wraps is a High Hello production.
and we're out. Yep. I have to admit that I preferred um, Harry, the six-foot rabbit, than Frank, the <laughs> six-foot rabbit. But, yeah, anyway. <laughs>